This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words. And today I wanted to talk about social media and uh, politics. And I don't really want to get into like a huge thing about like, who are you voting for? Why you should vote for this person? Why you shouldn't vote for this person? Blah, blah, blah. Like none of that shit I even think fucking matters to tell you the truth. Because we all have the right to believe what we want to believe. We all have the right to feel like what we feel is right. Um, if I don't agree with you, you don't agree with me on certain topics and issues that are affecting our country, that is fine. That's not what, um, this podcast is going to be about. I'm not going to, um, throw any candidates, no name calling, um, or say like anything like that. So this is a very neutral podcast in relevance of political views. What I do want to talk about is how social media and just basically the whole social networking and how this shit has gone way out of hand. And I think a lot of us are seeing that it's really just taking its own new purpose in life of basically of what was once used for fun, you know, seeing friends, maybe connecting with friends um, who you haven't seen in a while. It's just turned into this huge marketing and just network of almost nonsense. Although I do think there's tons of um, benefits of social media, social media And politics have really just turned into this disgusting display of just horrible behaviors. And it comes from so many, from the Democrats and the Republicans and the liberals, the far right, whatever you say, whatever classification a person is in their political parties, it's come from all areas. It's just almost come to the part where we have segregated ourselves back into a society of political status where it's just so disgusting. I mean, I don't think I've ever asked my friends, who are they voting for in the past? I mean, yeah, when Barack ran for president... There were so many of us, young, um, Bay Area adults, young um, ethnic population that were just so excited to have a not only what many seen as the first black president, but the first multiracial president who was um, had a father from, I believe, Nigeria, if I'm correct, and a white mother um, be elected into office. So it was, for many of us, mixed kids, kids who came from the inner city, it was a big fucking deal. Like, when they said you could be president of United States of America, legit, None of us really fucking believe them. (laughs) Like, if you told me, a kid growing up in the Bay Area, um, who had a father who was Mexican, from Mexico, you can grow up and become president of the United States. I'd be like, yeah, right, okay, whatever. You know, that's not 
something I can be. But just to see that more ethnic and culturally diverse people are now in politics, it's really made a huge impact on a lot of us. Um, Like we have Barack, we have, you know, the first mayor, um, African-American mayor, who's like the youngest in uh, Stockton. Um, I mean, not the first African-American mayor, but definitely the youngest um, African-American man is in um, Stockton, California, the mayor. So even if you don't agree with their politics or you don't agree with what they're saying, for many of us, this is a huge, huge um, just accomplishment that, wow, there's actually people who resemble me in some ways by their skin color, by um, their culture, by um, their life experiences. And for ethnic kids, that's a big fucking deal. So I want to get into social media and just how it's just basically polluting our minds. Um, I did watch that uh, series on Netflix, Social Dilemma. Uh, Many people were saying, you know, to watch it. I have been thinking about uh, social media and politics. I know there's like so much, so much going on back and forth, back and forth about political parties, you know, racism, pedophilia, uh, just controversies, um, people say conspiracy theories, just all kinds of stuff. And it's just so much. I would say that the Black Lives um, Matter movement has definitely woke America um, in some ways that maybe hasn't been beneficial for many people because um, I think what people don't understand is most people who support Black Lives Matter, most people who support um, equality, uh, reversal of social and economical disadvantages to multicultural populations like African American, like Mexican American, like um, Indian, you know, Chinese, Asian, whatever, the quote unquote minority groups, what a lot of people don't understand is the majority of them do not believe violence is good. (laughs) And the majority of them do not hate the police. But somehow we have let this twist it around and it has turned into a movement that has become just toxic and it's toxic on so many levels we just had um two police officers shot like basically point blank in LA and it's just disgusting that as humanity we have come to this where we no longer see people as people and we see them by the color of their skin, by their profession, by their political party, by who they are on what you see on the outside, but not what you truly see on the inside. And I could tell you right now that there are people who will say, I can't value that person because um, they're a Republican, so they must be racist. Or I can't value that person's opinion 
because they're a Democrat. So they must support pedophilia. It's just come to the point where people have taken the person's value and associated it by what their opinions and beliefs are and how um, they vote or how they see the country can improve. I would say for the most part, um, after watching The Social Dilemma on Netflix and, and also there's conspiracy or or controversy or it might be even true. I don't know because I haven't researched it that one of the guys from Netflix has been arrested and that there's like all this Hollywood elite uh, sex pedophilia and um, sex trafficking and there's the, you know, um, what is it, Wayfair, kids in the, you know, equipment or (laughs) equipment in the furniture and just all kinds of stuff. Is it true? I don't know. Is it false? I don't know. You know, none of us really know. Like, did we investigate it? Did we go and uh, order a fucking China cabinet for $20,000 that was named after a missing kid? No, I didn't. Do you, like, nobody really knows, do we? We only know what the media, media and social media feeds us. So... They are feeding us information every day. They are tapped into our listening devices. I'm sure they're probably listening to our daily conversations and all that. The whole COVID, is it hoax? Is it not hoax? I've seen people sick with COVID. I don't think COVID is a hoax. I have seen people very, very, very sick. It doesn't make sense for the whole election to do a worldwide scandal just for the U.S. Do you really think Italy, Canada, Mexico really give a fuck who's our president? We are destroying our own country. They don't have to destroy it for us. We've already accomplished that. We have destroyed our country with pure prejudice. We're just a prejudiced, prejudiced country. Most of these countries are formulated off a one race community. We are a huge melting pot of cultures in the United States. And we can't deal with it. We cannot deal that there are other people who are not like us. And social media has tapped into this. And tapped into pairing us in groups. Putting us where we need to be. Putting us where we think we agree. And just playing us for fucking fools. I feel like all the social media has very much just like, as you could say, they just collect data on us. Google collects data on us. Apple collects data on us. Um, Facebook collects data on us. Instagram collects data on us. They want us on our devices. That pays their bills. I have always enjoyed social media from the very fucking beginning, (laughs) from AOL Instant Messenger, from the very, very beginning. I have always been a fan of social media. I've had MySpace. I've had it all. Um, I like social media. I do enjoy making videos. I do enjoy talking to people I probably wouldn't talk to if social media wasn't there. I think social media can be a great tool for many things. Many small businesses, 
Many connections, many friendships have been developed over social media. People now can Google how to fix their fucking fan, how to watch a YouTube video on a car part that they might need. I mean, it has literally took us over. Our stance on how we keep it from polluting our minds, we have to really, really be diligent and careful of it. Because it's so easy to get wrapped up into this whole social media, going back and forward, fighting with people, arguing with people about the most fucking stupidest shit. And I will tell you, I have done it. Politically, I've done it. Um, If somebody posts something maybe I thought was stupid, I've commented on like said something. I could have just scrolled on past it, but I've done it. I may have shared something that I knew would ruffle a whole bunch of fucking feathers. Sure, I have, you know, because I felt like my opinion matters, which I still think my opinion matters and so does everybody else's. But at what point are we able to distance others people's opinions from our thought process and not let it control our emotions. I recently saw a friend who posted that every time she logs on to social media and sees the, I wouldn't say she's a friend. I would say she's in Queens. Every time she logs on to and and this is true because in all honesty with social media, if you unfollow me or I unfollow you, is it going to affect my daily life? No, it's not. I mean, maybe, but not for the long run, not for the long haul. If somebody who I barely hang out with, who I don't have a friendship with, and follows me or blocks me or deletes me, I might have a boo-hoo moment like, why don't they agree with me? How come they didn't think I was right? But is it going to affect me? Is it going to affect the way I pay my bills? No, it's not. But you will see that people are letting social media affect their daily lives. People are arguing on social media, People have bosses on their social media. People have family on their social media. It is just turning into a fucking hot ass mess. And I don't know like where all this is coming from. Is it just we like the riots? Because there's a difference between protesting and rioting. And I will tell you. I do support peaceful protests, but at what point do they go from peaceful into a full-on fucking riot? And as many of you guys know, I have spoke at a vigil for George Floyd in my local community. I have been to protests, but I have never been to one that has turned violent. Most of the protesting that I do is um, very small, community-based, where it's been able to be contained. However, the protests in huge cities are not being contained. They are turning into riots. They are turning into slashing of businesses, of destruction, and violence. And although our country, as many people don't want to admit, has had violence and destruction over the years. But social media has put us in these groups where we are now either considered so far over here and so far over there 
that it's almost like we can't get a hold of it. I want to talk about just the craziness behind it. This political campaign has gone fucking nuts. And it has gone fucking nuts. You have people shooting protesters. You got people shooting cops. It's just insane. I don't think either one of the candidates wanted this. I don't think Biden said, God, you know, I hope somebody shoots some cops. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I don't think Trump is saying, hey, I really wish a kid would go out there and shoot some protesters. Um, or rioters or whatever. But we have just let it just devour our minds. So I have a friend who says every time she logs on to social media or acquaintance, whatever, somebody who I haven't seen in the last, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12 years. I haven't seen her in person. I know her from school. Uh, so she's very, I would say very liberal. Um, she says every time she logs onto social media, she feels anxious because she sees how many Trump supporters there are. And she feels like Trump is destroying the country. This is Trump's America, blah, blah, all this stuff. That's not the point that I'm trying to make about Trump or Republicans or anything like that. What I'm trying to say is at what point is it we can't even log onto social media because it's it's overwhelming and devouring us. It has turned into this toxic platform, this toxic news feed where everybody is so upset that they vent on their social media. I have, during this whole COVID and political campaign and definitely have really tried to reduce my social media. And I will tell you, it's addicting. And it's extremely addicting. Um, you just fall into this category of just repetitive behavior where you're just constantly doing the same shit over and over. And I like social media a lot. Um, I have like multiple accounts. Um, I have multiple groups that I admin for. Um, you know, I thought it would be productive to have a community group. I thought it'd be productive to have a, you know, my regular Facebook and then I have my pop-up boutique and then I have my podcast, Instagram and Facebook. And now I have you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but I have really come to the point that limiting social media because it's just turned into a dark and nasty place, especially Facebook, (laughs) Instagram. I feel like I can filter out a little bit better because most of the times I try to pop on and just watch certain stories and then pop up, pop off or you know see certain stuff but it has just turned so mean <laughs> and we're all responsible for it because we continue to see people by their political party, by their skin color, by if they're married to cops, if they are a cop, if they are like a housewife. We have just labeled people in so many categories, so many prejudice we are responsible for. Um, And I have many friends who don't agree with me politically 
who probably don't support the candidates that I support. And I don't want to lose a friendship over what I'm voting for, who I'm voting for, what measures I agree with, what propositions I agree with. It becomes a difference when you are advocating and you are spewing hate. There's two different agendas. We can't spew hate and expect not to hate. And we can't spew hate and expect people not to hate us. If you are advocating for something, you must do it in a way where you are not spewing hate. You cannot educate and give others knowledge if it's formulated off of hate. If your main agenda, because that's my main agenda in many things, is to advocate, educate, and produce knowledge. I have people tell me all kinds of stuff that I don't necessarily agree with. Do I disagree with them? No. Do I tell them how come I think I'm right and my opinion isn't? No. Not anymore. I used to. But I've decided that it doesn't make sense to. Because no matter what, you're not going to change somebody's thinking process of their core values. So... When you log on to Facebook and you log on to Instagram, I feel like you should have a purpose for it. This is supposed to be a tool. This is supposed to be something that is used as a benefit. But instead, it has turned into something extremely toxic. And we could all fall down that horrible rabbit hole of toxicity. So when you log on, no matter what your values are, no matter what your beliefs are or what your opinions are, log on with a purpose. If your purpose is to see your friends' new family pictures, see the family pictures, whatever, but try to block the noise. Because it is really polluting a lot of our mind frames. So my acquaintance says every time she logs on, she gets so overwhelmed that she feels like she's having anxiety. She had a neighbor. This, (laughs) I just want to say, this is a woman who, for the most part, grew up in Oakland. Teaches in Oakland. So she's... I don't think she listens to my podcast. I'm going to talk about her. (laughs) Grew up in Oakland. Teaches in Oakland. And I would say is very smart. Um, So she says that she logs on and feels like, you know, just all this hate, 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 hate. She now lives in a more suburban area of California, not, I don't want to say her city, not necessarily a metropolitan city, which I grew up in for the most of my life until I moved to um, Castro Valley, which is like a suburb, but it's still very um, prominent white, Caucasian, um, you know, It's expensive to live there now. Um, So she's now moved into a suburban area similar to that. She now says that uh, her neighbor put up a political sign, a Trump sign. So it's upsetting her. So she put up all her signs, her political party signs to upset the neighbor 
I mean, it's just crazy. If you want to show support for a candidate, go ahead. If my neighbor puts up a Trump sign, I'm not going to freak the fuck out. Like, in all honesty, it's just ridiculous how we've gotten so crazy. I mean, it's just so, so crazy. I just don't know even what the fuck to say anymore. It's just so fucking nuts that we have let social media take over our mind frames. I mean, this campaign is just, I just can't take it. Between <laughs> between the two networks, Fox and CNN, I'm not even watching the news. I mean, I, I guess I could read a newspaper and hope it's not incredibly toxic like the news is. Because all the news does is talk shit about each other. I can't, I mean, I'll flip between both. I watch Fox and I watch CNN. Um... And I will do the flipperoo, but it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just oh god, it's just so horrible. And just the violence has just—I mean, at what point? How have we gotten to this point? Like, and is it going to be like this every election? It's just disgusting. Like, I feel like other countries must think we're fucking idiots, right? <laughs> I feel like they just need to start all over. I don't know. Let's become communists. I don't know. Socialism. I don't know. But the way it is right now, police officers are getting shot, point blank. Protesters are getting shot, point blank, by people who are like, you know, it's just, it's just gotten way out of hand. Like, in all honesty, I wouldn't even go to a peaceful protest right now. Because I feel like it's just at any time could pop off. There's just some crazy person out there who's just let this take whatever illness, evilness, psychoticness, and let it destroy their mind. (sighs) So let's take a breath. Breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Because what is going on nowadays is just crazy. And we can't blame 2020 and think, woo, 2020 was one hell of a year. We need to stop giving 2020 a bad rap. Yes, it's been a bad year for many of us. But we need to come to the realization that many of us have put this on ourselves with our own actions. I know a lot of you don't want to hear that, but it's true. So release some of that anxiety and tension that this year, social media, whatever it is, has placed upon you. So I want you guys to really think of your purpose when you log on. I mean, yeah, we all want to see what our friend's doing. We're all a fucking nosy-as-fuck population of people. We have to feel connected. Do we really have to feel connected to a thousand people? I mean, how many people are on your friends list? 500 people? Do we really need to feel connected to that many fucking people? Do I really need to get a hold of that many fucking people I could see as if you are having a small business if you are a blogger if you are promoting yourself yeah of course you want as many people to watch you as possible because you are trying to get out whatever it is you need to get out if you're doing this doing that doing whatever but at what point is it affecting us us not them because nobody's going to look out for other people you have to look out for yourself so I think we all need a dose of reality how much time are we spending on social media is it an hour a day six hours a day 12 hours a day I mean are we constantly on our phones I know I am my husband says all the time you're always on your phone you're always on your phone I do a lot on my phone. 
That's my that's my excuse. I like TikTok. I gotta see what's going on on TikTok. I gotta make some silly videos because they're fun. <laughs> I gotta look at these other TikToks because you know they cook all these cool cooking stuff and they do all these Dollar Street crafts that I've never done, but I'm just looking at them because you know I might want to do them one day. But I can't because I'm too busy being on my phone. <laughs> I got to check on Instagram because, you know, I love Instagram. I got to see what all my friends are doing. Who's working out today? What they eat? What they do? I like to post. I got to post all this stuff because, you know, somebody's going to watch it. <laughs> I mean, it has just totally absorbed us. I got to get on Facebook because, you know, my mom says if I don't post on Facebook, she doesn't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I salute the people who do not have social media. I really do. I would like to get to that point, but I don't know how (laughs) because I have so many extracurricular activities that are all formulated around fucking social media. But... I feel like I need to lessen it. Like I told you guys, I wanted to stop the jewelry selling, which is another addictive personality that I have because I do like the jewelry. But a part of it is overwhelming for me. So I would like to stop it. And you would think, just stop, just stop, just stop. But you can't because you're addicted. So we will see. Hopefully... I think I might do one pop-up event for a local gym that I'm going to. And then I might exit out completely. Which will be a bold move. Saying goodbye to those 700 followers of mine who like my jewelry. But fuck it. (laughs) Um, I enjoy the podcast because I think it has helped me personally, uh, mentally, Overall, more than any other adventure I've had on social media. I don't want to get rid of TikTok. (laughs) I sound like a crackhead. (laughs) I don't want to get rid of heroin. Okay, just a little heroin on the weekends. (laughs) But I'm telling you guys, it's very addicting. Legit, a lot of us are addicted to social media. I want you guys to see how much time you spend on your social media networks. Like, I put a timer. Okay, this is how fucking sick in the head I am. I put a timer on for two hours a day. Do you know how many times I fucking ignore that fucking timer? Because Lord knows something's going to happen that I need to know about. When in all honesty, nothing happens that I need to know about. Oh, it's so sickening. So... I suggest if you want to dilute social media, we must come to terms with it first. Um, Because let's face it, the politics, we're going to vote for who the fuck we want to vote for. Nobody's posted anything on social media that makes me think I'm going to vote different for who I've already decided I'm going to vote for. Period. Right? Has it changed your mind? Has somebody put up something that you said, I was going to vote for, well, I'm going to say Bernie because he's not, not, you know, whatever. I was going to vote for Bernie and then somebody put up something and now I'm not going to vote for him. I was going to vote for Bernie Sanders, but now somebody put up something about uh, Trump and they're 100% right and I am not going to vote for Bernie Sanders if Bernie Sanders was running. Has anybody done that? No. Has anybody said, oh, look, you were going to vote for Trump, and then I put up this really cool thing about Bernie Sanders or Biden, and now you're not going to vote for them because you're going to vote for Biden. No. Has anybody? No. You're not going to change anybody's mind who they're voting for. You're not going to change anybody's mind how they feel or their opinion. So it doesn't matter. Um... You can advocate for what you feel is right, but don't advocate with hate. So how are we going to decrease our social media activity? Number one, when we log on, give ourselves a purpose. 
are we logging on because we want to see what our horoscope says for the day? Are we logging on to astrology? Are we logging on to our favorite podcast Instagram page, which would be chakras dot cuss words <laughs> on Instagram and chakras and cuss words on Facebook? Are we logging on to our favorite Instagram page because we want to see what the hell they're talking about? Are we? No. Are we just going through a feed of nonsense? Yes. So limit your purpose. I want to upload my baby pictures because my baby's so cute. But now we have 20 zillion likes and we have 35,000 comments that we got to go through. Because everybody's like, God damn, that's a cute ass baby. Yes, do that. If that if that brings you happiness, do that. Do your purpose and get the fuck off of that goddamn newsfeed because it is toxic. Toxic. We need to come to the point where we're blogging, journaling, and doing things where we are not sucked into the newsfeed of whatever it is. Instagram. TikTok, I mean, I like TikTok. I know it's got some issues, but it's starting to get a little political too, where it's like, maybe I'll just, you know, just make the videos. I don't know. So definitely, I would say if you don't have a timer on your phone for your social media accounts, Pinterest, um, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, you should. Give yourself a limit. Just see how much time are you actually on there? Are you on there more than two hours a day? Are you on there like an hour a day? Are you on there 15 minutes a day? Try to put your phone down. Trust me, this is a battle between all of us. Maybe say no phone past a certain time. No phone past seven o'clock. No phone past six o'clock. I do think that limiting the activity to the phone will help a lot with stress, anxiety of just what's going on in the world. Because right now, it's so intense out there. And a lot of us are feeling pressure and just anxiety. And it's just all being formulated and just unbalanced and we are really becoming very unbalanced I know I feel unbalanced just with all this I have crazy dreams if I'm on social media too much um, of like just weird shit Um, tell the people that you love that you value them means more than posting something to represent that you care for them. Definitely spending time with your loved ones that is not compromised. I mean, I know when I go to the restaurants with my husband, there's a good time. We're on our phone at the restaurant. We could be talking. What are we going to talk about? I see him every day. <laughs> I don't know. But there's a lot of time, you know, set, set little goals for yourself to reduce it. Say, if I'm with my husband and we're on a date or just an outing, I'm not going to take my phone out of my purse unless somebody's calling me, like my kids or whatever. I don't need to be checking shit. Really give yourself a purpose. your phone your phone is supposed to be a tool we need to use it as a tool not let it use us try to find your headspace your meditation space your outlet space I really wish that I can get more incorporated with people because I feel like sometimes releasing your frustrations we all want to vent we all want to fucking vent if you 
have somebody, not necessarily a therapist, not necessarily um, a paid professional, even though I do think therapy is amazing. Uh, counseling is amazing. All these things benefit us because we are letting out frustration, stress, anxiety. If you have somebody in your life that you could be unconditionally, unconditionally honest with, if you're upset about something that you can vent to and they won't judge you, or even if they are judging you, they won't make you feel like they're judging you, um, do it. Let them, let them, I mean, me, I have, I think very different than my husband. My husband thinks very different than I do. We have two different life experiences. His life experience, I would say, is very different than mine. He has beliefs that I don't believe. I have beliefs he doesn't believe. Um, do I agree with some of the things he says? 100%. Do I disagree with some of the things he says? 100%. Vice versa. We can now come to conversations where we don't get offended, where I don't feel like he's judging me. He probably is. <laughs> and I try not to judge him. I mean, but I let him say what he needs to say. And I feel like for the most part, he lets me say what I need to say, even though it might be completely opposite of what I believe. So if you have somebody like that, or somebody that you could feel completely honest with. If you want to say you effing hate Biden because he's a sicko or whatever. Or you effing hate Trump because he's a racist or whatever. Or he's a, you know, whatever. If you want to say whatever it is. Or you want to say that one friend of yours on Instagram is driving you nuts. Or Facebook. Unfollow them. You can unfollow people without having to defriend them, or you can just defriend them. It's really up to you. But you're in control. And don't tell people to, if they don't like your news feed, to, you know, unfriend you. Some will. Some will just continue to argue with you. So just try to eliminate the toxicity from your news feed by engaging in it. And then get open and honest about how you really feel. And um, definitely become truthful with how much time you're spending on social media. And is it actually benefiting you? Because right now, it's really toxic. (laughs) I feel like it is. I don't know. Is it just me? Or is everybody else feeling the same thing? So, um, thank you guys for listening. I hope it helped. Um, I hope you guys can find an outlet, limited it, whatever, and um, embrace what you need to embrace and then see what, if it is polluting you or polluting your mind frame or just becoming noise that you don't need to hear, take it away. Give it silence. And you have the power to do it. Many of us are addicted. So we have to come to terms with that. So thank you for listening to Chakras and Cuss Words. Um, I will be starting to research um, some influential, 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 influential fucking women in history. Um, and you guys already know, I'm probably going to start with Frida, (laughs) Frida Kahu, Frida Kaleo, Kahu, how are you, said Kalu? I have a horrible Mexican accent, okay? My dad's Mexican, but I don't speak no fucking Spanish. I can speak some fucking bonics. I can get some fucking accents you ain't ever heard before. I can speak some, uh, bad, I can act like I'm from Alabama, (laughs) I could do some bad southern accents. I could do, but for some reason, I cannot get the Spanish accent down. 
So I will be talking about Frida. Um, probably will be my first podcast of an influential woman that has inspired me greatly. Um, so that will probably be my first. I'm trying to find people who would like to open up and talk about sex trafficking. Uh, that is one hard subject to even get on because it's real. It's been going on for years. I mean, teenage prostitution has been going on for years. I mean, I don't, I don't even underage. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't even know, but we're going to open up that fucking just, just disturbing. It's just very sad. And we're going to talk about it because for us to address it, for us to protect our girls and boys, and for us to protect our community and bring awareness, we're going to have to talk about it. And um, even though... I would like to interview somebody who's been in that in that um environment because I know people who have um I know people who have actually helped people rehabilitate out of that environment too. So I would like to get um people to open up about it talk about it on this podcast and um I think if you are somebody who's been involved in it um no matter if you've helped um with rehabilitation of it if you've helped um a friend get out of it or whatever definitely uh, message me it could be 100% confidential um, whatever. So I think it's something that definitely we need to bring more awareness to because, um, it's been going on for years, years, decades that people really need to talk about it. So, and then also self-awareness, um, I'm going to do a podcast on that. So a lot of fun creative ideas are coming please message me on instagram chakras dot cuss or like the facebook page chakras and cuss words and everybody have a great day and release some of that negative energy that is being given to you from social media <laughs> and definitely just let it out and let it loose and let it go have a great day bye